From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Right now in the Afternoon Edition, the disappearing dream most Californians worry their kids will never be able to afford a home. Good afternoon. I'm Ryan Yamamoto. And I'm Elizabeth Cook. The concerns about housing laid out in an eye-opening statewide poll. Just look at the numbers from the Public Policy Institute of California. Most Californians are concerned that housing costs will prevent the next generation from being able to afford a home in this state. 60% of all adults and 64% of likely voters say they are very concerned about housing costs. That number jumps to 80% when we're just talking about people here in the Bay area. And just as big a concern for Californians is homelessness. 70% of all adults in the state listed both housing and homelessness as a big problem in their communities with nearly even splits among likely voters. And just like housing costs, homelessness is a bigger concern to people in the Bay Area than anywhere else, except for Los Angeles, where it's tied at 74%. It's pretty much concern is pretty much universal. It's widespread across all of the groups that we capture. Um, so I think it's definitely a critically important issue for our state leaders to take a hard look at, especially given the population decline that California has seen in the past couple of years. Now, this all comes as most Bay Area cities have now missed the state deadline to certify their housing plans for the next eight years. Those cities without a state certified plan are now subject to what's called a builder's remedy. That means the developer can propose new housing that meets basic affordability requirements and cities can't do a whole lot to stop them. Now, there is a long list of cities now out of compliance for various reasons. Only two, San Francisco and Alameda, have received final approval on their plans from the state. So a lot of confusion as to what exactly happens next, and the uncertainty stretches beyond housing. John Ramos has the story of a longtime Peninsula record store that's, well, caught in the middle of one city's plans for the future. Redwood City is one of only a few Bay Area cities to fully complete their housing element. And here on El Camino Real, you can see why. But there's also a reminder that when you tear down the old to build the new, sometimes you can lose something pretty important in the process. Most new customers who enter the record man in Redwood City get a tour from the man himself, Gary Saxton. We're going to go down this way here. He's been collecting and selling, but mostly collecting, vinyl albums for most of his 80 years. How many records do you actually own? A million, probably. A million records? Yeah, yeah sure. For him, this place is a labor of love, but recently he's had some health problems, and to pay the bills, he sold the property to a company that will turn the store into another high-rise housing complex. Are you sorry that you sold this now? I am, but it was inevitable because, uh, like, they're going to tear this block down. It's all going away. It was just a matter of time. The rush to build housing is on, and with state law now favoring builders, housing advocates are savoring the victory. Well, it's uh, open, open season um, as far as being able to propose housing developments that are at least 20% affordable or 100% affordable to moderate income. But as late adopting cities scramble to comply with the mandates, some aren't even sure if they're in control of their own building codes anymore. There is uh, some question about kind of who gets to determine and at what point is uh, substantial compliance determined. <laughs> so that's where some of the confusion comes in. We're heading to court. You know, there, that's the only way that that gets resolved. 
But as the housing fight heats up, what's being lost is what's being lost. Places like the Record Man, which 21-year-old employee Will Hill says feels like a time machine. I feel like a major loss is going to happen. I, one of the reasons I work here is just for the love of this store. Saxton isn't angry, but he is sad about the decision he felt he had to make. This is the, this is the future. This is the, the future of Redwood City. He figures he has a year left, and now he's hoping to find a new location, somewhere in Redwood City, large enough to hold a million records, but small enough to feel like home. And Redwood City's recently approved housing element calls for nearly 7,000 new homes to be built in the next eight years. All right, let's switch gears here for a moment. Guest at First Alert Meteorologist Jessica Burch. Hi, Jess. Hey, you know, we are starting off today pretty mild across the bay. Partly cloudy skies are going to turn into dense clouds right around the corner. I grabbed the wrong clicker, so I'm going to step off screen real fast so you can get a nice look of what's going on outside. All right, let's take a look at current conditions. 50s and 40s throughout the Bay Area. Partly cloudy skies starting to fill the areas near Oakland and even down into San Jose. And heading into this afternoon, daytime highs are only going to be topping off in the upper 50s. So this is one of the warmest days of this week for what it's worth for the big weather story. It's the rain right offshore that's going to be sprinkling its way in as we wake up tomorrow morning. For our early morning commuters, you're going to want to keep this in mind. It will impact all of us throughout the Bay Area. We catch a break as we head into the afternoon ahead of the next system settling in late Saturday night early Sunday morning. So let's time out the first storm real fast. This actually happens just into those early morning hours around 3, 4 a.m. Continues to track off into the east around 5, 6 o'clock. We'll have more on that in a bit, but for now back to you. All right, thanks, Jess. Well, Oakland officials just announced the largest transfer of public land to black people in the city's history. Development at the Oakland Coliseum site will move forward with the African-American Sports and Entertainment Group holding a 50% stake. The city council unanimously approved that negotiation agreement. The Oakland-based black business says this will help address racial disparities in economic opportunity. It's beyond sports. It's beyond anything. This is about creating jobs and revitalizing this community without displacement and gentrification. That group has started and stated it wants to bring the first majority black owned NFL team to in, in the NFL. It also is looking to have a black led WNBA team play in the Oakland arena. To celebrate Black History Month, CBS News Bay Area is highlighting members of the black community right here in the Bay who make a difference. Today, that someone is also making art. Reed Cowan has more on San Francisco's poet laureate, Tongo Ison Martin. Sometimes words are work. Hopefully you find comfort downtown, but if not... So how do you reach for the right words to make a decent winter coat? When you're writing about someone handshake, let's all know who's king and what's the whose words are music and whose music fires notes have no voice other than that of a white world like bullets and bad things. The way three nooses is the rule. To understand this moment in front of a packed San Francisco audience, you've got to do what poet laureate Tongo Ison Martin does a lot. Roll back the tape for a deeper look to before his poetry reading on Martin Luther King Day backstage. The time before I get on the stage, I just, I, I, I spend fighting myself. <laughs> I, I spend torturing myself. 
Born in the Bay, Tongo became San Francisco's poet laureate, chosen for his work on racial justice issues. His work, so profound, so prolific, Mayor London Breed needed two pages for the words she used to describe him. An intersection between what he calls groovy artistic humanization. Groovy artistic humanization and the knowing that the pen is, is a megaton uh, situation. <laughs> what we write becomes really a relationship to power that no brute strength um, can conquer. Is there anything you say that is not well thought out? Just in being with you for five minutes, I can tell <laughs> you have paid in minutes and hours thinking about things. Yes. He's humble, he says, because his craft demands it. A kind of ghostly erasing of self before going on stage. It is kind of, it, it's, it's the nobody who is the best biographer of a city. Apparently, too much of San Francisco was not there in the first place. You see yourself as a servant of the creation. Yeah. I've taken many a walk to the back of a bus that led on out the back of a storyteller's prison sentence, then on out the back of slave scars, but this is my comeback face. Putting a light on people without a platform. Hey, greet them all, grandson. Greet them all, grandson, he writes, and... Don't say we ghosts didn't write you a poem. Don't say the word master turned ghost didn't write you a poem. To, to play with thought, to play with words, is really to, to, to fade into the historical background and play in the background. Word work. All the bullets in 10 precincts know where to go. Writing another page in black history. What a story. Yeah.